Welcome back to Harfar Tales. How's it going, guys? Hey. Not, hey. not bad, Dylan. Thanks for asking. You're welcome. You're yeah. so welcome. Actually, Are you going to ask me anything? Horrible. No. Okay, good. Horrible. I've lost everything. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? I lost everything between this and the last episode. Everything? Everything. You're wearing some clothes. Stop. <laughs> okay. Well, then you picked up a new hobby. I did. Stealing? <laughs> Stealing, yeah. Mmm, theft. Yeah. I had to avoid the guardie on the way to here. On the way to here. Here, yeah. I lost even my words. I was, I was in the car on the way over, and I couldn't think of any words. And I was like, that's concerning. Going yeah, and they were actually the really, really basic words, too. And I was looking at me like, uh, Jim, is this, this going to be okay? Are we good good start to the day, guys. Yeah. Great start today. It is 5 a.m. here in the studio, so we are all very tired and just not able for it i have told yeah. you guys so many times stop coming to my house no. this early in the morning <laughs> <laughs> we were able to get in because i stole a key last time <laughs> <laughs> that's how it all begun okay anyway let's go not from ryan's house and lovely studio but into lethwan the world of might magic and mountainous forests Ooh. Ooh, you pre-prepped one Ooh. i did pre i pre-prepped a lot oh yeah yeah it seems like dylan's done a lot more work way more work than i've done in a long while this is a mess this is a different show then yeah (laughs) Yeah. like the joys of actually not having a job for a bit and being able to prep it's been great now join us as we delve into a two and a half hour long dungeon crawl oh yeah yeah. using minis that you can't see oh god (laughs) yeah and we're not going to edit anything out uh, actually, you're 35 feet away, not 30 feet, so yeah. you can't do that ability. Sorry. <laughs> Listen in awe as I struggle with basic addition. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Beautiful. Anyway, let's uh, find out what's happened on the previous episodes. So let's all do a roll for a recap. Man, I've done the last two, and I did them in wild I rolled ways. a nat 20. Okay. That means he does it. I mean, I think we can just... We just bully him into doing it, right? I just rolled a fucking three, please. <laughs> okay, I rolled a six, so I just fully assumed I was going to do it. But uh, I think it's Ryan now. I've done so many of them. <laughs> oh no, talking on a podcast, whatever will you do? Now I gotta think about this. Um, all right. Because I told you I'm sick of just doing regular ones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You you have to be like reading your diary. Where was? Yeah. yeah. So Sid comes up to Sunshine, who we met in the last episode. Yeah. And uh, he's been he's been talking with her. And Khan is off, you know, doing other things. But then Khan comes back to see these brilliant pictures with devastating imagery of Sid's entire life story Amazing. up until this point. Um, and as Khan walks in, he's seen imagery up there as Sid is saying, so yeah, after we left uh, the town where there was some gorgeous barbecue, I, I know you, you said you don't really eat like much meat or anything, but if you want some barbecue, there's a dude there that uh, cries when you order his burgers and uh, <laughs> just, a, just a great dude. Um, I'm glad we're getting the really important parts of the recap yeah, yeah. story here. But... What we found out was that there was this dude that was infesting people's dreams and, like, making them see scary stuff. And uh, also, it was a frogman. Um, <laughs> terrifying creature. Also, a bit of an edgelord, obviously. So, Khan doesn't dream, but then one day it was like, you know what? I'm gonna have a dream. And it was a whole ordeal where we had to play, like, fucking music for him and everything. And he went to sleep, 
he met this dude and was like, ah, I'm scarier than you. And the guy was like, I'm a frog. And then they had a rivet off or something yeah. like that. But yeah, he hit me with the rivet and rip it. And, you know, during this, all these images of frogs jumping around are, are up in the cave wall. Yeah. And the guy announced himself as being Blacker, which is like the most edgelord name ever. Um... <laughs> And so then we left there. We went to the Nadini. Turns out one of the ladies is turning into a rock, which is wild. But she was like, oh, if you go get me this flower called the Stone Roses, because uh, everything's, you know, band reference. Aha. Then we go up the mountain to try and find this. And we don't really encounter anything bad because of my incredible <laughs> ranger abilities. And we watched as the gods of the universe were incredibly angry. And then we get up here. And then we met you after I gave you some broth in a bowl. And it turns out Scary Dude is your brother. You've got a frog brother. And uh, you're a nice little nymph lady. Um, not nymph. Sater. Sater. Um, that shows us colorful things. And so now she's getting to see herself in her own imagery up there. Um, and now we're probably going to go kill your brother. Um, yeah, I guess that was a recap. <laughs> <laughs> and the last image up there is Sid and Khan sitting down to a scrumptious meal of frog legs. Beautiful. Hmm. Um, I mean, I guess, but that was quite accurate. <laughs> so, yeah. If you're somehow, if somehow this is your first episode tuning in, I believe uh, Bellacore is actually a mind flayer. Yes. Mm. But the whole frog thing... I don't quite know why that is a thing. I don't know why you guys decided he was a frog. You well, maybe you should listen frog to the episode. Enemy, then. I did, and I still don't get it. He was like hopping around the place and saying, <laughs> "He came out of a pond." He was wearing purple robes. Oh yeah, frogs famously wear purple robes. <laughs> In the middle of the conversation, he stopped to generate frog spawn. Like, <laughs> oh, okay, an aquatic creature. Yeah. Yes. Also not true. <laughs> it's an aquatic creature He's got with a squid legs. face. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Sorry, he does have a squid face. I'll give you that. I saw underwater with Kristen Stewart. I know how Cthulhu what is works. Underwater. Some really awful Cthulhu thing. See, when you you texted saying underwater. Sorry, it's completely off po- the off the topic of the podcast for a second. But you texted saying you, you watched underwater for some reason. I fully just assumed you meant underworld. Um, oh no. And I was like, that's a really weird typo. Didn't even know Underwater was a thing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Really weird movie with literally everyone dying and Kristen Stewart's like, oh no. It's upsetting. I mean, that is upsetting though. She's got the, at least, at least her words are accurate. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, it is nighttime. Um, it in is, the cave. In the cave. You is guys- it nighttime just in the cave? Or is it still bright outside and we just got tricked by the cave? Is she just showing real dark imagery? No, it's nighttime most places. Okay, thank you. Most places. Now, half the world. Half the Yes. So the world, Lethwan isn't flat. It is a round world. So on the other side of the world. How do you even come up with that concept? I don't know. I mean, it's so alien to what normal life is. But like, I just thought. I always thought thought it was one of those like endospheres with the sun in the middle, like, like Westeros. So it's always daytime everywhere. No. Oh. Sorry. Wickedly. <laughs> it could be a donut world if you wanted it. Is that what they do in I Westeros? believe so, yeah. Westeros is an inwards-facing landscape with the sun in the middle. 
That's Someone said that to me once. Real dumb. I'm yeah. currently thinking, so how, how much of this bullshit am I editing out of this episode? Uh, probably a lot. <laughs> anyway, it is nighttime. You guys have been traveling since early this morning where you'd left Stone's Reach to come to the abandoned mining village where you'd met Nadini, where you'd met Elvish Presley, talked to Imelda May who'd sent you up into the mountains to find the stone roses. There you had found, as Sid's recap so deftly put it, uh, avoided all of my shit and <laughs> gotten into the cave, met Sun or Sunrise. Well, her name is just the image of the rising sun. So take of that what you will. And it is nighttime. Con, you have basically made a promise slash threat to Blacker, the yeah. frog man. Yeah. The frog prince. <laughs> the frog king. <laughs> the frog king. That you would come to him, basically. Yeah. It is nighttime now. Um, you know this is usually when he is active. Um, you kind of haven't been in that dream theater with him. You you kind of feel like a little bit of a connection. Um, and even though you are not asleep, you are kind of feel like scratching at the surface of mm. your brain as if like he's like, agitated and stuff what do you guys do are you guys gonna stay the night like sleep it's been a long day for you all are you gonna sleep and then head down in the morning or are you gonna try and it's gonna be more treacherous if you do this return journey at night you have a good way of you know where you're going but just from yeah. the actually being dark it's always easier to fall down a mountain than yes climb yeah. up never run down a mountain yeah um i think we should rest because we're going into realistically scrap here so here's the thing, like Sid absolutely doesn't want to leave yet because one, he really wants to sketch Sunrise. Mm -hmm. Two, he's talking to Sunrise about any type of creatures, beasts, anything like that that she has mm. seen because the way she communicates, he can see actual images. Oh, yeah, yeah, Exactly yeah. of what oh, these yeah. look like. So any of the weird things that she's seen, of course, she's, you know, everything's kind of new to her because she's kind of lived in a mountain cave for a long time but there's still stuff i imagine well i'm asking you i guess i imagine she would have seen creatures mutations she was able to make an image of a giant beast so yeah so i guess you you ask her kind of you know what monsters has she seen what's kind of in the area anything kind of you know to be i would like to think that when of. i said what monsters have you seen she just shows me images of the hoots force that tried to kill her as a child. <laughs> uh, she has not seen the Hoots Force. Oh, okay. Okay. Um, no, she, she. If you remember from the last episode, uh, basically there was like maybe kind of like a hunting party from like the town that we're, we're going for them. They're trying to find the missing oh, right, hunter. Right, yeah. And her and Blacker had like separated. She. I love home. that you're calling him that now. Oh, well, look, you got to lean mm. into it. Um. <laughs> So she hasn't seen the Hoot Source, but you do kind of ask her, like, what monsters, what kind of, like, weird beasts and things that are maybe unnatural around the area. And she shows you a, a familiar vision. And in the same kind of way that she's shown previously of turning back time, um, she shows this from maybe a couple of weeks ago. You see a supernaturally large mountain lion, uh, like a lioness. It is quite similar to the one that she tried to show you uh, to scare you away from her cave. Okay. But you now get the, the understanding that this, she has not fabricated this image. She has seen this or has somehow been aware of it, you know? It is easy 10, 15 foot long, maybe 8 to 10 feet tall. Like it is 
very large, monstrously large. And Sid, is it cute? Um, objectively, no. I don't know what that means for Sid. Sid loves it, <laughs> wants to pet it. But also, in a way, now, Sid, the way that she shows you this image, you recognize this, having seen kind of multiple manticores, chimera, think you recognize this monstrosity as having the clear marks of like mutation and like forced evolution uh you know fur that is patchy limbs slightly disproportionate to its body as if they've been kind of like grown at different rates and like its face just like clearly full of like bestial rage like it is just angry Mm. and like rage filled and she shows you that okay and you also from the last why is it so angry does she know um she thinks for a bit but doesn't know you know it's a mountain lion right it's a mountain lion and i think she she then kind of maybe like rewinds maybe a year ago actually not even a year or maybe like only a few months ago and she would just show a mountain lion like lioness and some cubs cubs yeah and at the time just a normal lioness yeah i'd be angry too if Somebody grew me till my skin tore. I mean, that's just doing a cycle at the gym. Yeah. Okay, fucking gains of a gainer sitting here. <laughs> um, Actually, the best way to grow your muscles is to tear them. <laughs> Turn into a fucking mutant mountain lion. <laughs> yeah. I'm actually on the mountain lion workout. That's what I've seen a lot of the bumper stickers depict. So, I mean, yeah. 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 Anyway, the feeling you get is that she kind of shows you the feeling you get from her visions that she's kind of portraying to you is that she is showing you this mountain lion pre-mutation yeah Mm. and with cubs and now she is post-mutation without cubs that's not great more more than that she she doesn't know why what happened why it's happened but i mean they'd be a year old so as far as felines are concerned they would be you said it was a year ago. Well, I was going to say. Is, sorry, sorry, no, it was only a couple of months ago. Oh, a couple of months ago. Did yes. she, sorry, I, for some reason I heard year. Sorry, I said that first and then I, re- I reverted. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. Oh, did well, she, that's worse then. Yeah. Did she mutate and then gobble the kids and that's why she's angry? Maybe she gobbled the kids and her rage manifested into a mutation. Or maybe they're a Voltron. Oh, it could be that she, yeah. <laughs> they Voltron with the kids. All the mountain lions. <laughs> Just then, what looks like five mountain lions glued together. <laughs> it's actually five cubs in a trench coat. Yeah. A bipedal and mountain with, lion with and five with, faces comes through the trees. And with just one simple act of homebrew, you can turn one mountain lion into five mountain lions. <laughs> um, oh, you could just call the monster the pride. Hey, that's actually very, that's real that's good. Actually very good. And I might use that at some point. God damn it. <laughs> we have killed ourselves. Anyway. What are you guys doing? So you've kind of gotten this information from Sun as you're kind of talking and, you know, regaling her with your life oh, we're story. Staying, we're staying up all night chatting, becoming besties. Okay, Con, what are you doing? Why would you assume I'm not part of this? Okay. I like it. Are you, are, you go, are, you going, are you just going to sleep? Um, or are you taking a long rest? Look how much he wants us to go to sleep. I just want something to happen 18 minutes into this episode. <laughs> <laughs> uh... I'm gonna. I was gonna say I'm gonna pull Sid aside, but it directly involves Sun. Okay. So, Con, while you guys were doing your um, making do in your arts and crafts, I've been thinking about it, and I'm gonna just sit you down and be like, all right, look, I know, I know, I promised violence, and I know we had a, uh, we had said we were going to um, go on end them rightly, 
But the more I think about it, the more I just can't get behind killing this lad. I mean, he's Vanny and Aaron's child. He's son here, his brother. I, I think we should try and bring him back first. Bring him back to reason. I mean, I don't know. Like, you literally just a couple hours ago brought me around to the idea that like a rabid dog, you know. Yeah, I know that I said that. But look, we've had a little bit of time to think about it. And, and the fact that now we have the new information of where he came from and his backstory, I just, I don't think I'm going to have it in me to, to strike him down with the fury I would have. But you said about a feral wolf, but a feral wolf will always be feral. It, it needn't be inevitable, you know? Like, with this is an intelligent creature, and if he's intelligent, maybe we can reason with him. Yeah, I mean... Sunrise very much gave the idea that she didn't think there was any coming back. But, but I mean, Sunrise, like, if you if you think it's possible for us to save your brother, then we, I mean, I'm down for that, you know? I always think, like to do the nice thing. What do you think, Sunrise? Sunrise again. Um, and you guys have been, have been, you know, chatting to her for a bit. And you're kind of getting... After a few hours of maybe talking or while talking, you're, you're able to kind of maybe um, understand just general emotions from her and the way that she's like kind of like just exuding them. Get um, a sense of her communication. Like, yeah. 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 Any kind of facts she wants to tell are always going to be picture based, but she just kind of like exudes doubt, not outright denial, but more of like a, I have no idea how this would work and I don't think it will work, but not a... Mm. Well, so and you, you you get a twinge of sadness as you know you're talking about his backstory and you mentioned that you know he's her brother and stuff like that. So she's there's like a, a lot of sadness in there too, and like you're, you're getting to feel like you know she thinks that he might need to be put down. If if that could be avoided, she's probably like she's she's doubtful that it will work, but she's willing to try. Is kind of the general feeling that you're getting. Well, son, look, I. I understand why you'd have doubt and I understand your sadness in regards to this. But the more I think about it, the more I think it's doable. The way I see it is you guys split at a relatively early age and he went to a place that's, you know, not good, not good for your head. He went down to a, a dark place in his own mind and now he's radiating that, radiating that outwards as opposed to yourself who's, you know, been up here and seen the sunshine and you've, you know interacted with the wilderness and then the nature and the nature and i think he might have just gone too far down that and it seems to me like you guys are out of balance and if we can write that balance that might be the way to bring him back but he's had an awful lot more practice i believe than you have with this projection mind stuff that is are doing so is there a way we could try and tip the balance back would you be able to pulse if we could get him in a position would you be able to start posting more positive vibes i guess adam you get a sense of quiet determination i okay i understand that i think that should be our plan force the guy to to accept that there is positivity out there and that maybe we can look it might mean that we ourselves have to take a step in his direction to do it but sometimes you have to sometimes you have to crawl down into the shite to pull people out of the sewer you know we're we gonna do this real like clockwork orange, like strap him down and make him watch happy imagery. <laughs> Maybe if that's what it takes. I mean, what what do you want? 
what you want to do, right? We can strap him down and make him feel happy, or we can kill a child. I know we've established he's not a child, but that's now how Khan is looking at him, knowing that he's Vanny and Aaron's son. So Khan just keeps thinking Fair. about um, Hector, and he's like, ah, oh, Hector likes us. I don't want to kill his brother. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Yeah, you get the, again, you, you get that sense of kind of like, she she's doubtful, but she's willing to try, and she's willing to help if if there's some sort of hope there. Fantastic. Well, then I'm, I am going to have to ask that you're going to have to leave your cave and come with us to do this. Sid is actually going to pull Khan aside real quick. Hey, don't touch me. Go on. Hey, dude, I was kind of thinking. So do you think maybe it might be a decent idea if maybe we brought Vinny and Aaron as well? Like, I, I mean, they were nice to their kids. They tried to save their kids, you know? Yeah, I mean, they did. I don't know what it send him into more of a rage to see them remember this guy's looking at everything through a lens of negativity he's going to see them as the people who abandoned him rather than the people who saved him you know yeah fair i mean i, I think there is merit to it but also and maybe that's means, a bad idea because if we do have to put him down real yeah, hard we're just bringing them out to witness hey <laughs> watch us kill you kid. <laughs> hey come here there's something cool i want to show you <laughs> also con i also just want to say something to you before we get into the cave and things start going wild right all right so we've been fighting stuff. We killed like a giant flame beast that, you know, was was wild, like flame ice thing. We killed a massive manticore. You know, I've been hunting like crazy. Right. You know, and my my friend Rat is like rabid, basically. <laughs> he loves to eat anything, you know. Right. Um, I have <laughs> I've never killed someone. I am. That's a really, really good thing. So that's. If all goes according to plan here, you won't have to have killed someone. But if you're not comfortable with that aisle and it comes to it, just just leave that to me. I just, I'm afraid that if it came to it, I'm worried about being able to let loose my bowstring. And just wanted to ask you, like, what was your first kill? How, do you, how did you get past your first kill? Holy shit, this is getting dark. <laughs> In that instance, I wasn't given a choice. I My first kill was in a fight with someone whose intent was to kill me. Um, and if I didn't, and I will admit I hesitated for a second because of the gravity of it. And in that moment, a knife came for my throat. And I just realized it's, you know, if I if I don't end this now, he's um, it'll be the end of Con Greystone. But I, I understand where you're coming from and... I wasn't afforded the grace to think about it beforehand, so I can see how contemplating that would absolutely give you pause. It is a very serious thing and a step you should not take lightly. So by all means, if you aren't comfortable with this, I can I can handle this. You know, I can I can be the one to do it if it comes to it. But I'm not I, I'm aware it might come to that, but I'm going in with the intention of that not being the case. Yeah. I mean, I know a few hours ago I was acting all tough with it and like, well, that's just the direction of it. But like, I think it's easier for me. Like, it almost makes it worse for me that there's the possibility, because if I could like treat it like a hunt, then it's a hunt. It's a feral wolf. You know, Mm. you put it down the end or, oh, we're not going to kill anything. I think it's the, oh, this is a person we won't kill. 
well, we might have to. That is just sending me into a bit of a panic, you know? No, I understand. And, you know, that can be a dangerous mindset as well. Like if you start treating things like a hunt, I understand you can dehumanize your opponent. But sometimes I think it's important to keep that humanization in your mind. Otherwise, you know, it's it's an act that has gravitas and importance to it and you shouldn't take it lightly, you know? It's, yeah, that's it's fair. something that I can, you know, I, I remember the faces, sadly not of everyone I've ever killed. And that haunts me more than the ones I can and the ones I can humanize in my head, you know? Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, I guess, yeah, might let you take a little bit of the lead on the decision. But I mean, I just hope if it comes to the point that I need to, that I'll be able to. Well, no one will be able to tell you that until you in the moment. And, you know, sometimes choice is not afforded to us. I mean, on top of that, we'll also just have to stop Fink from killing him. Yeah, I was actually <laughs> thinking about that. Do you have like a halty or something fink, fink, we fink. could? <laughs> I don't know how he feels about seafood, to be fair. So he yeah. does, it's not like he's eating a lot of it, you know? He ate that one fishter. He did, but it, it's not like he went back for more of them. Yeah. Fink's licking his lips. <laughs> he's like eating everything. <laughs> <laughs> we might want to just keep more of an eye on that. <laughs> yeah. Just... Reel him in around Hector, you know. <laughs> Lean and whisper to Khan, and now he can cook stuff. I was just saying, he could literally fry the thing. I know. Like, um, yeah, look, maybe we'll dedicate a little time to some fink resistance training. Maybe he'll start eating a lot of seasoning, and then he can just become a chef. Yeah, <laughs> that's the end goal for him, I suppose. <laughs> it's nighttime, what are you doing? <laughs> Uh, yeah. I'm taking the user taking a long rest then. Yeah, I think, you know, how, I think how we should rest. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, so you guys rest up fully mm. as you sleep. No, we actively avoided this. Con, <laughs> I. You feel essentially like someone knocking on your on, this, on your mind psyche. Yeah. Uh, uh, we knock on the mind palace door. All right. Hold on. Let me just get dressed. I make sure the protection for good and evil is up again, and I. I, I, I guess I open that particular corner of my mind. Okay. Yeah. Dream theater mode. All right. Again. Here we go. You hear in your mind. Where are you? I'm behind we you. Had a deal. I'm on my way. I'm old. Give me some time. I can't walk as fast as I used to be able to. Hey, are you getting lonely? Give me a this one give me an intelligence saving throw 16 for fuck's sake <laughs> mind palace yeah the story protection of good and evil <laughs> that know, you've come yeah. out of it is still working perfectly somehow You're gonna draw me out. Don't worry. I'm coming for you. Like I said, I'm just old. I take my time with these things. God is so unimpressed with this. Yeah, guy. now that I know he's a kid, I'm just like <laughs> whatever. Like, I'm so edgy. <laughs> I'm putting that in the voice. <laughs> I think you should. Look, I know you're edgy, and I know you're angry, and I know you want me there immediately. But uh 
Why? Are you are you dying for a bit of human contact? Is that what this is? Are you lonely down in your cave? I'll set up something for you. And he just insta-leaves. No. Oh. That's just me in my dream now. Alright, well. Oh, hold on. Uh, can I fly in my dream? I tried to fly. Yeah, you can fly in your dream. Whoa! <laughs> <laughs> I'm flying around my mind palace. Um, probably should wake up and let the lads know. Mm-hmm. But, uh, real quick, um, how often do you get to lucid dream? Yeah, I'm flying. I want I want to see what uh, Steelwing would look like if it was exactly how I pictured it in my head the first time. It looks exactly as you pictured it in your head the first time. I look at and it. And it's at smile. a shop where there's a hundred <laughs> others. Yeah. Exactly. I look at it. And it's your dream shop because they only sell the one sword and it's your favorite sword. Uh, yeah, I look at it. I smile and I go, someday, utopia. And then I allow myself to wake up. Um... <laughs> Hey, lads, um, I just, just off the, uh, the bell with, um, Bellacorler, sorry, Blacker, uh, I think he might be sending someone our way, just as a heads up, he seemed incredibly annoyed that I wasn't there yet. So we should, like, avoid pawns then? I think anywhere that an amphibian might Prawns. be present. Prawns. Prawns. <laughs> an amphibian sending cephalopods towards yeah. us. My god. <laughs> This has been a relatively aquatic team <laughs> campaign so far, hasn't it? <gasps> Not what by my doing. What if she's sending Vishra? It's just like, hello, friends. He yeah. speaks for the first time. He will never speak because he doesn't exist. Yeah, no, you confirmed him. He's canon. Um, right. It so, is It is morning. Oh, God, that took all night. My God. Well, I mean, sleeping generally takes all night. I mean, I suppose the conversation was probably... Just a small part of it, yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, like he was knocking on your mind palace window for a good like half an hour before you let him in. <laughs> yeah, it was very funny. I had to get dressed. <laughs> um, I think the reason I passed my wisdom check is because I let him into the hall of mirrors. That was the door I opened. Couldn't tell which con was the real. Of course. Yeah. He went for the like squat drawn out one. So what are we going to do? Will we? It's time to head how, out. How well has Sid done at becoming friends with, with Sunrise? Um, you think you probably spent a lot more time. I think in the last episode, Con, you'd kind of been quite reverent slash hesitant lover because she reminded you thought, you know. She's one of the other crowd. The other crowd. Yeah. But like Sid seems to have kind of like really kind of, you know, drawn close to her. And like you're also not that differently aged, you know, like mm. you're closer in age than Con is to her. Um, so yeah, she's probably kind of like come to trust you a fair bit. And like, you know, if you guys set out, she's probably like hanging near you a bit more than anything, you know. One thing I'm going to do is I'm going to take some black cloth, you know, okay. that I have and fasten like a hood for her. So that way her horns and okay. pink skin Very aren't good. really on display is so much. Sure. That's also she, the first bit of actual clothing she has, isn't it? No, she, so she's dressed in like... Um, well, like, I mean, like actually made tailored clothing if you're making a hood for her. Yes. Yeah, the rest yeah, yeah. is all like furs and... Furs, scraps, kind yeah. of that she's like just found and accumulated over the t- I just kind of said I had fabric I don't know why I have fabric I'm sure you a probably, blanket or yeah, something something like that um black because I'm a fucking edgy teenager yeah you start heading down into uh back down to the mountain path you've blasted through my encounter the last time so you you know exactly the road and the route that you need to take now plus we have son with us who would definitely know the surrounding area right Yes, yeah, she probably would. It's probably been a long time she's been since she's been down at like ground level, as mm. it were. But yeah, she she knows the the area. However, 
with what's your passive perception again? Passive perception is, is 15. 15. I, I actually have a hard time seeing myself with my passive stealth. Mirrors <laughs> um, <laughs> don't work. <laughs> ah! Functionally, you're a vampire. You're so stealthy. <laughs> if this thing has a scent, though, Fink is going to know about it. Give me um, a perception check for Fink. Okay. With advantage. Yeah, you'll need it. The stealth roll that this, whatever I'm secretly looking at, is, is 23. Well. <laughs> wow, it's like a shitty <laughs> grin. My, my first one, I've rolled a 15 and I have a plus 7, so. Okay, that's only 22. Yeah. Yeah, so 22. You are just walking down through the forest. You know, you still have your range. You're not not on guard, you know. You still are aware that this mountain lion... Um, or it's meant lioness is around. Anyone else who wants to give me a perception check, by the way, can. Is more that was more for Fink. He, he can smell it with advantage. But if anyone uh, wants to just give me a straight up perception check, I give also because because of the fact that we were in like the area for so long and came out of it, I'm pretty much doing my primeval awareness for beasts. Yeah, fine. So I know, we don't have. I know if any of my favorite enemies are within mm -hmm. five mm -hmm. miles. Okay, so. You guys are walking through the forest. You're not, you know, not on guard. Right? I said, I think you've got like abilities that mean you can't be surprised and mm. things like that. You, you know, even when you're walking through. However, I'm going to make everyone still roll initiative for an attacker you are yet to see. Okay. This is revenge for me rolling with advantage that I wasn't explaining to you, right? That's what this is. Yes, 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 yes. <laughs> this is me just sending ghosts after you. <laughs> Uh, dirty 20 for Khan. Nice. So that is a 15 for Sid and a 9 for Fink. 15 and a 9. Okay, so... So Sid, you can't be surprised. Yeah. Correct? I'm okay. to danger. Yeah. Okay. I'd say that that means we're probably immune to the surprise condition if you're in the forest. So, um, Melian and Khan were up first. Uh, however, there's nothing that they can see. Um, same with Sun, they're all surprised, you can't take actions. Sid, you now at this point both hear and see something very strange emerging from like, you know, some undergrowth. Okay. It looks like a brain? Brain? On legs, like little, little feet. It hasn't, they ha hasn't yet come to you. You think there's two of them. Okay. And it is charging towards you. You have to guess. You're going directly for Khan. What do you do? Okay. I'm going to ready a shove action. Shove action? Yeah, I'm going to say to Khan, something's coming your way. And I'm going to shove Khan out of the way. Okay. It is then their turn. They are. I, I don't really know if it's. Am I sure it's attacking? It is a brain on legs running for Khan when Khan has just said that Bellacor is going to send something after him. You probably have an idea that this is not coming to give him a hug. Okay, then I'm going to crouch. I mean, it is. It's just not the kind of hug I <laughs> yeah, want. Yeah, probably not a nice hug. <laughs> Fine, then I'm going to crouch and I'm going to take, take out my bow. Okay, you can make an attack roll if you want. Yeah. Go I mean, for it. kebab. Does it seem like it's real? Hmm, that's a very good question, Ryan. Give me an intelligence check. Okay. You know what? We'll discover if it was real, real fast. An arrow. <laughs> I mean, yeah, that's what that's what Sid's gonna do. Uh, so I rolled very low. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah, so, I mean, I'm gonna pop down and I'm gonna use all my bullshit for having advantage on things. Sure. And sneak attacks and Go shit. Go So, yeah. 14. Yeah. That is a... <laughs> that is a 27 to hit. <laughs> 27 hits. And here's a new rule I'm gonna add in, guys. So I've been playing Pathfinder a bit. Oh, no. As you all know. And a rule I really like in Pathfinder is that if you beat a DC um, by more by, by 10, ten or more, yeah. it counts as a critical hit. Oh, I because like I, that because I think it, it's a lot more rewarding when you kind of get a roll a big number like a twenty-seven, but that isn't a natural twenty. Yeah, but it, you roll a nineteen on the dice, and you're like eleven points over that. Yeah, yeah, it's it feels unrewarding for sure. So I'm going to say that this is a crit. However, this can also happen. On the monster on the side, monster. just so you know. But it also means that if you guys have abilities like parry or shield or something like that, you could potentially turn a crit into a not crit. Yeah. So it doesn't... Might not There's ways for us to negate it at the same exactly. time. You might not necessarily yeah. feel that you are, you know, completely having attack miss you, but you can... or And then, like, you might not be wasting a spell slot or an ability exactly. or something. Yeah. But yeah, And it's so. negating an opponent crit through good gameplay and knowing your class and stuff, which exactly. is, you know, rewarding. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I, I, I forgot. It's okay. I forgot. Um, you forgot to call a sharpshooter? No, not sharpshooter. Oh. I, I forgot to call uh, Hunter's Mark. Hunter's Mark. Yeah, you always do. Yeah. But you've been, you've been playing it, this class long enough. I'm not going <laughs> to. It, it's our first episode of the day. I always forget to do it at yeah. the first combat. It yeah. is. It's okay. This is a warm up combat for you, Ryan. It Don't is worry. just six in the morning. It, Don't it, worry. Yeah. Now 548. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so all I get is my fucking uh, D8, D4, and D6. Oh, well. That's all you get. And then you double it. Yeah, it's a crit. So it's 16 points of damage. That's after doubling it? Yeah. I rolled two twos. Nice. Um, you, it's still, still not bad. You let loose this arrow into this weird, brainy, footy creature. And it like pierces into it, but it's still, um, it's still like scarpering and scampering towards Khan. After doing that, then I'm going to use my bonus action to do a hunter's mark on it on the one that you shot yeah might as well yeah cool um okay you see these two things rush up towards Khan oh the other one's in view now is it yes they're both kind of like okay basically they had rushed out but you guys just haven't had a chance to react you were surprised but not Sid because of his ranger bullshit and was able to instantly react would anyone that uh moves after me be able to be notified because of me calling out no, they're still going to have the surprise condition. It's, okay. it's, it's, it's just you. Now, um, riddle me this, DM. Yes. Uh, it's a surprise round. Can I take a reaction in a surprise You cannot round? take a reaction okay. when you're surprised. Okay. Unforge. So, uh, they will run and try to attack you. You see that these little weird feet and this weird brain thing runs up. Does a 14 hit? It does not. Run, and then this... Oh, no. You see that, like... You're surprised and you haven't managed to like maybe like fully draw your weapon and get ready, but you're still able to kind of, you know, manage to like use your armor and stuff and like your arms like yeah. block away um, these things as they are like scratching at you. And now as they've gotten closer, you both realize that the feet that they're on kind of look as if they'd be the feet of maybe a lion cub. Uh, I'm immediately like, we need to stop killing these. It's good you thought that. It is Fink. Fink is surprised, uh, doesn't get to act, and then is back up to Melody and Khan. 
I'll let you go first. These are brain-sized? Sid is, yes, screaming, like, frantically. God, do not kill it. Do not kill it. Do not kill it. Uh, oh, it's trying to invade my brain. Um, oh, oh, like, hold it down. Get away. Like, do not kill it. Uh, okay. Um, I can send. I'm, I'm a punter. <laughs> it's football-sized. I'm a punter. <laughs> that won't kill it. It... It, I'm a punt the healthy one. Yeah, it might kill the, the one that's just been shot with an arrow that is now actively bleeding. Can I still yell something? Yeah. You, I mean, it's supposed to be a free action, but I've been yelling a lot. But, you have. So it's up to you. I'm going to say... I'm going to say this is trying to push no, him off. because this is, this is all happening yeah. so quickly. Yeah, that's fair. And you're only, only realizing this now as Khan is actively being attacked. So yeah. it's, a, it's whatever Khan thinks he's going to do as these things are on him. After that, when it goes back around to your go, then you, I'll let you say more. Okay. Uh, yeah, punt. Um, and he probably is going to try and punt the weak one. Um, because it's all happening at once. Please and don't. He's just seeing it. Okay, I'll punt Please the. Please don't. I'll punt the healthy one. I'll punt the healthy one. We'll okay. say it's the one that was in kicking distance. Make make an attack a non-armed attack roll. Sixteen. <laughs> Sixteen hits. <laughs> okay. Uh, four points of damage. You, one has like, like jumped up on you, trying like going for your face, like like um, face hugger style. Yeah. And you kind of just grab it with your hands and drop and just proper drop kick it instead of flying. I wanted it to be one of those couple of steps with a bit of an angle run up soccer kicks and just send it back into the undergrowth. Yeah. It takes six uh, points of damage and goes flying off. The other one is uh, still on you. Yeah, do you do anything else? Um, I'm I'm not going to do anything else. Okay. This turn. I, I, <laughs> I'm actually, the athlete in Khan is just watching, like hands on hips, standing there watching the ball uh, go. It's also Melody's turn. Melody also very freaked out by this as as is sudden. Like everyone is kind of just like, what the fuck are these? Melody doesn't have their sword drawn or anything like that. So I think we'll, what's a good brain-based insult for a vicious mockery. Cranium um, rhymes with panium. <laughs> yeah, whatever. <laughs> I was going to say, they're just going to say, hey, smooth brain. Um, That's much better. Oh, they think Griff failed it as well. <laughs> they were on that one on the, on the wisdom saving throw. because none of us knew what yeah, to do. <laughs> we crit failed that one. Um, no, as in the monster crit failed oh, the, yeah. uh, oh. the, the saving throw. So, however, it's only a D4 uh, of damage. So now we know that they can speak our language. Mm. That is very important for Sid. You don't know how you can tell this, but you can tell that this, like, hurt brain that's still, like, on con just looks sad. <laughs> it's arrow wilt. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, some, like, you know, like, the brains all have all these, like, kind of, like, weird, like, grooves and stuff some of them kind of just turn into like a little sad face yeah it's mendula ablongata it goes a slightly paler shade of grey Sid you're up yeah Sid is going to turn to Sunrise and go Sunrise think about their mother think about the giant cat as like loud as you can like show the image of doesn't even matter either before the mutation or after either one both just just think about them um, you see that Sun does that, kind of projects this image, um, and she puts out the one that she'd shown you previously of the, of the Linus with her cubs. Nothing happens. Okay, think about the big one. Like, Sa- same 
nothing happens. They are solely focused on Khan. They're licking their lips and they don't even have tongues. I know they are. They want to eat my brains, Sid. Khan, these are these are the mountain lions cubs. I don't and... give a fuck what they are. They're trying to eat my brain. <laughs> Remember earlier when I said about kill and be killed? <laughs> Yeah, but these are being controlled, like... Uh, if you really want me to, I'll try and hold one down. Am I going to just say this for you, Sid slash Ryan? That it is not... It is just the brain. It's not like... A, it's not like a cub with an exposed brain or something like that. It is purely just a brain. Does that mean the mother would love it less? Maybe. G- tell you what, um, give me a, give me an intelligence I'm check. not good at these. Uh, it can, it be, can it be animal sorry, handling? <laughs> they do have paws. It can be animal handling, I guess. <laughs> uh, so that's 14. These brains look bigger than the brains of a mountain lion. Because they're smarter doesn't mean it's bad. Just saying. The brains are bigger. They should have known better. I warm up my kick and foot. I will let, I'm going to say that's pretty much your full action because you've tried to get someone to do just, a lot. And you've but been that was my checking. That is a lot. I'll let you do like a small... Some small something. So now, now we no longer get speaking as a free action. Yeah. Or thinking as a free action. <laughs> you can't think. No think. No think. Only D and D. You can do six seconds of thinking. Go. <laughs> Time we're on as Ryan thinks <laughs> for six seconds. Oh, I don't like that. Oh yeah, I'm gonna. I guess since I'm only allowed to. Okay, speak. I'll, I will say that's your bonus action and reaction. So if you can have one action and that's it. Uh, yeah. Can I? Can I do? Like a non-lethal bow shot. Describe to me how it's going to be non-lethal. Shoot a LARP arrow. And is it the one... Like uh, a like a stick without a an arrowhead on it. You could try to maybe shoot it through the foot. Um, and like, like pin it or something like that. But you think if you shoot it in the brain, it's going to die. Interestingly, um, they had non-lethal arrows. And they were like arrows with like a tight bag of... Like, flower oh yeah 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 so it was like a hit with a do you think that sid has one of those as a hunter maybe will that ever come into it yeah maybe (laughs) are your practice against live animals no i mean you know like if you you would have one for if you knew there was an animal injured in the woods and you needed to knock it out to fix it yeah like a horse gets away yeah sure (laughs) (laughs) there we go All right. There's a home. Just bully your DM until they say yes. That's yes. Not as the moral of this podcast. And I still get advantage. Oh, no. I... I mean, it is an exposed brain. Whatever happens, you've given it a severe concussion already. Oh, well, it doesn't matter because I miss anyway. All that for missing. What did you... What Our, did... Uh, uh, ten. That's a miss, yeah. All that for a miss. Um, it is the monster's attack. This one that is uh, attacking... That is on con will attack again, but it's a disadvantage because of Melody's vicious mockery. Does the 17 hit con? It does. Um then it will attack you. you <laughs> Alright, take... Sid. I'll go easy on them. I guess they're not that dangerous. <laughs> Damn my brain! <laughs> you take six points of slashing damage. He got. Uh, and then I need you to make an intelligent saving throw. Mm. As you feel, as it's like slashing and getting close to you, it is trying to like suck your brain out. 
Yeah, I know what's trying to suck my brain out. I got. It's hard to be intelligent when something is trying to suck your brain yeah. out. Uh, I got a 13. A 13? Mm. Uh, 13 actually does it. Oh my god. Yeah. I'm so intelligent. No wonder it wants the my DC, big brain. The DC, the DC is only 12. Um, and nothing happens on a. Yeah, you, you fully avoid the effects of this. Wherever the next one will come and try to do the same thing. Uh-huh. Does a 15 hit? No. It rushes up, tries to hit you. You're able to, you know, you've gotten your sword out at this point. You're able to for- properly defend defend against it. How come Fink didn't get a turn? Fink was surprised. It is, ne- it is, now, it is now Fink's turn. Oh, okay. Going to you... No, we're not going to use the special abilities since it's only really once per day at the moment. Yeah, I mean, Fink's just another animal. So Fink's just going to go attack him. <laughs> yeah. Which one is he... Uh, um, he's going to go for the stronger one. Okay. Yeah, and he's going to try and rip it off of uh, off of Khan. Okay. This is like one of these late game Pokemon battles where the Pokemon start getting weird and they're not just animals anymore. Yeah, yeah. That's exactly what it is. This is just like psychic types attack us. Not, not 20. <laughs> Makes it a 26. Yeah, well, not 20 is not 20. Yeah, that's a crit. Roll the damage. Uh, <laughs> It's a, a 10 points of damage. 10 points of damage. It needs to make a strength saving throw. Yes, it does. It has terrible strength. It is pinned. Nice. So yeah, it pulls him off of, off Con. of Con. Oh, fuck. Thanks, Fink. Con, you're up. Uh, um, these, both of these things are looking incredibly rough. Uh, bu- 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 if we've been attacking their brain, are they like losing function? <laughs> yeah, I figure. Again, each, each hit doesn't necessarily mean take off their frontal lobe yes you've now given the you've like basically lobotomized them yeah or trepanned you know the things like just a little little hole in their in their heads god (laughs) god god jesus one of the worst thank you philip pullman for telling me that yeah i uh didn't know what that was thanks um did you never read the uh the northern lights or whatever the amber spyglass i did not oh they're good yeah a lot of Trepanning in them for some reason. Yeah. Anyway. Glad I didn't. What do you do? Um, so, uh, Torn, because the young lad clearly doesn't want me to kill these things, but at the same time, now I know they're trying to eat my brain. You have felt them pull at your brain. Uh, yeah, I'm going to executive decision here. Going to bring Steelwing down on the one Fink isn't attacking. I'll say, look, if you want that, look, these are trying to eat my brain. I'm real sorry. Fink has that one. You can have it. Um... Besides, you've already put this one in pain. Right, so yeah, I'm going to swing at him with Steel Wing. Uh, that's a 17 to hit. 17 hits? Yeah. Uh, that is 11 points of damage on it. Yeah, ab- you absolutely just... You swing down Steel Wing, you bisect that brain. I was going to say, is... you give him Alzheimer's. You cleave the left brain Jesus from Jesus Christ. Fuck me. Um, <laughs> you just, yeah... Cleave it in two. Um, it is like there's like blood everywhere. I'm and gonna I'm gonna shout at the other brain as well and be like, "Hey, did you see that? Did you see that Bellacor? <laughs> Can you see me through these things?" You have killed it, Melody. Then, like, kind of like looks to you, Sid. I was like, "Are, are we are we are we killing these or?" Sid is going to be looking around, panicked. He's not paying attention to the fight anymore. He is looking around. And is going, we gotta go, we gotta go, we gotta go, we gotta go. Uh, Melody rolled a nut 20 on their attack. Takes out the rapier, skewers it um, like proper brain kebab. And they're like, 
Uh, okay, well, l l let's go then. Run, run, run. <laughs> uh, I'm going to pick up Sun. Oh, she's probably actually much faster than me in the wilderness. Uh, yeah. Okay, I'm going to bolt. Uh, Sun is not that fast. Um, if you remember, Sun, like, in the vision that she's shown you, had, like, taken an arrow oh, to the knee. Yeah, yeah, of course. So their, their speed is a little less. I'm going to pick them up. And she then can still use... move fine, but she just can't, like... She won't keep pace with us. Yeah, she's... Functioning her speed is 25 rather than 30. Yeah, I'm going to pick her up and then just use athletics to keep the two of us to pace. Okay. I won't be subtle about it, but I'll be fast. Um, Are you stopping to look at these brain things at all, or are you just running? No, we are just going. I do yell, get fucked, Bellacore, over my shoulder <laughs> at the brain bodies. At the one that's still on um, Melody's <laughs> saber. Yeah, perfect. Because <laughs> I've seen already that they had lion cub paws. Yes. And they mm. were brains. Yes. Yeah. Khan still doesn't hasn't pegged that. He's just like, he because all he saw was the bottom of a brain flying at his face. Yeah. <laughs> and now he actually, sees the young one just actually, sprinting. <laughs> as you say that... Um, Jim, will you roll me a nature check, please? It's uh, that was a ten for me. No, you don't notice. You're too. S I was very distracted. Like too distracted by something trying to eat your brain is. It takes a lot of your focus. It does take it a takes lot. A, you're an right. An awful lot of my attention was on not getting my brain sucked. I think I think Sid just wasn't uh, panicked by this because. Probably at some point in Fink's growing, you could see part of Fink's brain. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> Plus, you weren't surprised. Khan yeah. is still very much surprised by all of this. Yeah, uh, 100%. Sid, as you kind of like, you're obviously thinking there's a big mutated lioness around. You've potentially killed what's maybe the remnants of her cubs. Yeah. And I'm so glad you've picked up, up on that. Instantly, I, yeah, this yeah, is great. <laughs> I have a feeling you, I had a feeling you would. And Sid, as you're now kind of like running down completely. I'm not leaving my friends, by the way. No, I know, I know. Completely disregarding this con, con's earlier advice of never run down a mountain. You guys begin to run down this mountain. And you have your primal evil awareness going. And there's something within those like ranger senses begins to like perk up for you. Um, you're, you're like, your hair is like standing on end. You're getting goosebumps like all over. And it's like, you should be able to feel what's triggering this sense. And you should be able to feel it through your primary of earnest, but you just can't yet. Like it's something bestial, but, but it's more than that. Yeah, you're kind of like haunted by this, like the vision that like someone had shown you of this like mountain lion. And you fully realize, and like, this is a situation you're so familiar with this feeling, this situation, but usually it's the other way around. You're no longer the hunter, Sid you are the hunted and you know exactly how dangerous these creatures are at hunting and how silent they could be and how like if they don't want to be seen they will not be seen yeah i'm going to yell over to con and i'm gonna yell we need to keep it thinking it's hunting us that's good because i feel like it is hunting us it is but we need it to think that we are just panicked and unaware of it um, it is here all right so don't to do that Give me your survival check. Yeah. And Sid, I'll let you kind of lead this one. It's going to be you. Okay. Okay. It's only an eight. Okay. The hairs grow a little bit more on end as you kind of, you're hearing kind of. How far are we from town? You're probably only about half, three quarters away down. Like you're, you're, you're good probably an hour away or so. Okay. I'm going to just stop running immediately and I'm going to say, Con, put sunrise in a tree. Give me an athletic check. Uh, 19. You just throw something into a tree. I see like a nice little crook in a tree, like tree branches. And I yeah. just gently toss 
her into the cradle of that tree. And I'm just going to go into my squat position with Fink under my legs. Okay, so here's that. This is going to work. That's it. You, you know that there's no way you can evade this thing, but you can maybe stop it getting the jump on you. And if you're incredibly lucky, you can maybe get the jump on it. I'm going to keep my back to, like, we've done this with our backs to, like, a tree. Or... Do you two want to hide and I'll be the dumbass in the clearing it comes for? Mountain lions, the way they stalk... I don't know if that's a good idea. It might put you in a position where you are just like too much damage coming your way all at once. You know, okay. we, we kind of need to, we kind of need to keep it from being directed some squarely something we need to. So like stand a little bit off from us because ideally we can keep it distracted with things rather than just mm. solely focused on one thing. Okay, Grant, we're going to kite it back and forth, so. Yeah, basically if we can keep it confused, it will be best. And Melody, can you start making a cacophony of noise with those instruments? It's what I do best. <laughs> like trombones and shit. Not trombones, I'm not fucking putting trombones in our mix. <laughs> <laughs> Just a stupid trumpet. Bring out the brass section. Okay, so you're in this clearing. Sid and Fink, you guys are kind of like back to back. Con, you've thrown Sun into a tree. Melody's like desperately taking out like, like I know, like a, a tuba or something like from their bag. <laughs> We're just going to have regular fight music. <laughs> no, you're going to have to write a tuba song, Ryan. And Con, what are you doing? Well, first I turn to Melody and I say, you know, not the tuba, something more nice to listen to. <laughs> Thank you. Um, Thank you. <laughs> I am. Um, so is it my turn? It's not your turn. I'm kind of just more saying oh, what, how am what I ready? Yes. Uh, yeah, putting myself in, I put my back to like a tree or something. Khan doesn't know how to stop. Okay, so you're kind of just following Sid's. Yeah, but I have Steel Wing like in a low guard ready to, ready to go guard. Okay, so how this is going to work is basically you guys have failed your first check in being able to perceive exactly where this monster is. So you don't know mm. the direction in which it's coming from. But you might be able to... Yeah, so you're not going to be surprised. Okay. Your best case scenario would have been that you'd be able to get the drop on it. But because yeah. you don't know where it is, you can't do that. So now your best case scenario is that it is going to be an even fight and no one is surprised. Okay. If you fail this check, you're all going to be surprised apart from you, Sid, because you're a ranger and that's bullshit. Meow, meow. <laughs> um, so give me another perception check. Uh, or you, you tell me what kind of check you want to do to prepare for this situation. And I will, I will allow it. If you can justify this, I'll allow it. Fink and I would like to do stealth checks as we try and pull back into... Right, yeah. Perfect. Or something like that. Yeah, give me... Because um, if we if we can't figure out exactly where it is, we want to keep it on even footing. Perfect. Give me... You give me just one stealth check. I'm going to count that as the groups, as you're kind of like herding everyone into where to go and how to act, okay? Cool. That's a mm. natural 20 for a 29. 29? Yeah, natural 20. You Hunger Games-style paint cons. It becomes night. <laughs> this can't succeed. Oh, okay. It has a plus six to perception. Well, yeah, no, because even with a 29, can't do it. Even if it has advantage, because it's going to be smelling you. But even with a 20. But even with a 20, it's not going to get to 29. So it's an even fight, essentially. And then no one knows. You kind of both roughly now no know. One knows no one knows where anyone is. <laughs> Just wandering around the woods. Swinging my sword wildly. Hello! I go, and Marco. And it echoes around. And you hear you, it go, Polo. <laughs> you hear... Polo, 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 as if from 
five heads that's from emerging from the trees and the growth. That's what this, I have as my hairline's receding. <laughs> this monstrous <laughs> mountain lion. And it is like it has mutated even more since what since what Sun has shown you. And there are now much like a chimera has like three heads coming from it. Except these like necks are elongated and there are five of them as this mountain lion Hydra emerges from the Hydra. A Prydra comes out as roll fucking initiative. Woo! I'm glad that he's made this worse on everyone, because now I have to make tuba fight music and you have to make <laughs> a mountain lion with elongated necks. Oh, oh, I won't be drawing this. No. <laughs> this is a sit drawing. Yeah. <laughs> oh, well, then that's fine. Oh, sorry. Just imagine a Hydra but a mountain lion. We're going initiative again, are we? Yes, 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 yes. My beautiful 20. That one. Oh, no. So two for Khan, please. Yeah, that's hilarious because you're again going in the same. Uh, I because I pre-rolled all the initiatives for these again oh. going with Melody. Oh really? Yeah. Uh, Sixteen for Sid. We've just twelve kind of for Fink. Melody, I think, because you guys have been like training a lot like recently, so Melody's kind of just like in lockstep with you a lot of yeah, the time, and it's just like... and they're just like following your example. Like, oh, Khan's drawing a sword. I will draw my sword. Yeah, yeah. We would have trained the thing where like she's always like on the opposite side of me to the monster. Okay, yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. Like, good support should be. Sid, you're up. Oh, I get to go first again. Yeah. Okay, so um, as we were going into our, like, prepping for this, I know I didn't really say it, but I, I knew it was a huge thing coming, so mm-hmm. I, I absolutely would have wanted to put uh, Fink into rock form with that um, while we were sitting down prepping. Is that okay? Um, uh, I know that's normally my bonus action, but... In this sense, I will say yes, because you guys were, like actively preparing for a fight but yeah normally it is your yeah. bonus action to activate it but look it's still like five in the morning yeah five it's, <laughs> five fifty two in it's the morning five fifty two guys everyone's just so tired cool. <laughs> <laughs> um so if it's got multiple heads like that i'm actually not going to hunter's mark at the moment um i'm going to use my bonus action to uh cast hail of thorns okay interesting yeah fine. um and then i'm going to uh sharpshooter and try and hop this thing body of it uh yeah okay i'm assuming you know how all that works so go for it <laughs> well hail of thorns just triggers no matter what sure yeah so you don't have to hit yes yes yes, yes okay go for and it and i've got advantage on my first attack uh, so. I, so i need to make a dexterity saving throw for hail of thorns i believe uh yes uh, it is a 12 on the deck save cool does a 17 hit 17 hits yes oh okay that looks like it was scary <laughs> so. i have to double check but yes it hits okay um, so 12 points of damage, and then um, it's only two from the Hail of Thorns, actually. So 14 points? Yep. Okay, you let loose an arrow, it, like, splits, um, like, magically splits, pierces, like, all of these, uh, all these, like, lioness heads, like, rear out in pain, but it is still coming for you. I suppose a question is, uh, I don't know how to ask this in flavor, is did that Hail of Thorns hit multiple times, or... You get the feeling that it is one beast with multiple heads. Beast? One monster. There's a reason why you haven't been able to track it, because it is a monstrosity. Sorry, I'm sorry about this. Uh, It's actually uh, 24 points of damage, because I sharpshootered it. Oh, yes, nice, great. Perfect. So that's 24 points of damage. That is fine. Okay, perfect. Fink is up next then. Okay. Fink with his uh, rocket body um, (laughs) (laughs) is going to go um, rush forward at this thing. He's going to try and rip its legs out. 
cool thing kind of looking like a golem the pokemon oh sick. Um, just like like a real he hard... rolls toward it yeah <laughs> perfect yeah make your attack roll of a thing cool and Ooh. so the ac is 15 to hit this beast oh he has totally smashed that great so. i remember if it's more than 10 if it's 10 or more over it'll be a crit okay uh he rolled a 24 so okay which is still pretty good yeah it's still really good not a crit though <laughs> So it's only three points of damage then? Yeah. Yeah, so Finkin is like rock form is like a lot tankier. He just rolls on his toes. Yeah, a little bit slower and not quite like he's not going his claws are kind of just like thicker now. So he's yeah. kind of just like thumping them rather than slashing them. But I do need it to make a strength saving throw. Yes, and it is thirteen uh, harder now. Uh, it's actually even higher than that. Ryan, I think his previous save was 12 and now it should be 14 in rock form. It was 11. Oh, I thought he had leveled up that. that. Uh, yes, 14, we'll say. Sure, go for it. I don't have that on my paper, but if you want to say it's 14. Regardless, I actually only rolled an 11, so it'll still be fine. Oh, so, yeah, so he rolls on his toes and then bites him a little bit in the Achilles tendon. Perfect. And uh, continues to roll away. So, like, Crocodile pins this thing down, okay. knocking it prone. Um, Yeah, it is Because it, it doesn't, doesn't grapple, it just knocks it prone. So Yes. Is Fink then run, rolling actually away or no? I mean, the thing's 15 feet long and Fink is still like the size of a large dog. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, he. I mean, he's got a hold of it, but it's, yeah, he's rolling away. <laughs> there will be opportunity to text him. Oh, okay. Well, that, not that far away because, oh, I mean. That, that's he, what I'm wondering. He, he's going to be within five feet it's of like it for an, a long time. <laughs> yes. Orbital roll. Yeah, yeah. Okay. He's just rolling about. That is fine. It is the Hydra's turn. Hide your wife. Hydra kids. <laughs> It will use half its movement to stand back up and it will attack Fink because it is next to it. Each head will get an attack. Okay. Oh my god, I can't roll more than a tree. Okay, that's one hit. What did you what did you roll? I rolled a twenty-five. Okay, yeah. And then a twenty-two, and then the final one is also a miss. Okay. So that is two hits. Oh, I thought that was a seven. No, it's a one. <laughs> uh, that's a seven though. So that is 18 points of damage to Fink. Okay. And that's all we'll do. It's just kind of like, you see all of these heads. Because like Fink is like rolling underneath them. It's like trying to like stand up and like its heads are trying to like go underneath its own body. And Fink is just like roly-polying around trying to avoid some of them. But like narrowly misses too, taking some damage. And then it is Khan's turn. Right. Okay. I'm going to jump in and I'm going to smite this thing. Mm-hmm. Right in its, one of its faces. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, that is a 19 to hit. Uh, hits. Nice. And that is 31 damage on that smite. Woo. Wow. Nice. Okay. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Great. Con, you fully cleave through one of its heads. <laughs> now I've got my head in the game and I pick up the head. Use it as a weapon. Yeah. So, and then just before I end my turn, I want to use my bonus action to cast a first level sanctuary on sun in the tree uh okay yep you you cast that that's fine and then it is melody's turn melody is <laughs> tubaing away uh, um <laughs> mocking the uh, beast every time it makes a movement we go dun 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 dun, 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 dun. <laughs> um yeah i'll say it has a uh, vicious tubery um <laughs> It fails its wisdom saving throw, <laughs> taking some damage. Horribly mocked. Full four points of damage there. 
Beautiful. Um, but it means it has disadvantage on its next attack roll. Nice. So that's something. All of the attack rolls. Um, just, just one. one. Yeah. Um, because that's one creature. Yeah. Um, and then it is... So Sun is essentially just not really kind of doing anything. She's staying away. You get the feeling that most of Sun's survival has been just due to use of her illusions and things like that. She's not mm-hmm. much of a combat specialist. So it's back to Sid. Cool. Um, yeah. So I'm going to use my bonus action, seeing that it attacks multiple times. Yes. And uh, I, I see that uh, Fink's rock shell has cracked because of mm-hmm. that. And I'm just be like, dude, go full fire, my dude. Mm-hmm. <laughs> then I'm just going to take a regular, like, just shot with my arrow. Um, sure. I'm going to try and shoot toward the heart of this thing more. Okay, yep. Uh, does an 18 hit. 18 hits. Cool. AC 15. Nice. Um, so that's 10 points of damage. Nice. Uh, so as your action, your bonus action to change Fink's mode, yeah. uh, then it's Fink's turn. Yeah. So Fink is just going to go, like, basically, you know, breathe fire on this thing. Nice, yeah. You see, like, Fink, after Rody pulling around, kind of just, like, goes up onto all fours. His, like, rock shell kind of, like, explodes into fire as if it's, like, coal taking light, and he starts going mad. Yeah, mm. absolutely. Only an 11 to hit, though. An 11 does Oh, no, happen. wait, never mind. He gets advantage because Khan is there with his sword. Yes, Khan did run <gasps> up. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I'm under its necks, slicing away. Nice. Uh, still miss. Okay. Um, yeah, he spends all his time just turning fiery. Unfortunate as you see that this Hydra, the neck that Khan had just cloven out, bursts two more heads. Oof. Um, three attacks will go onto Khan, and three will go onto Fink. And uh, we'll do Khan's first. All right. That's uh, one miss. All right. Uh, 21 hits, no. unless you want to do anything else. Yeah. Oh, God. And that last one is a nat 20. That is seven points of damage on the first attack. You're lucky on the crit. I rolled a one on the dice. <laughs> so that's only 12 points of damage. Only 12. Perfect. Uh, on that second one. And then you can do your repost. Nice. Okay. Hit. And then on Fink three attacks um as it's attacking i needed to take a fireball's worth of damage it's going to be taking 66 <laughs> yeah it's not oh, gonna happen of course he's got like hellish rebuke things going on with fire hasn't he when fink gets hit then yes it says it's just when he's attacked it's what you sent me i meant when he's hit because it's the same as the the remora as the abomination okay it's actually when damage is done to him then he like explodes into a get of fire that's fair that, that makes sense yeah yeah um so that's one miss, one hit. So he takes one hit, uh, so you can do your 2d6 fire damage, um, but Fink also takes eight points of damage. Like Fink's AC is 17. Yeah, so. He takes eight points of damage, yeah. So do you want to roll the 2d6, or do I? You roll it. So you're, you're a little rat. Okay, so as he bites into him, Fink just explodes in fire at this thing, and he will take six points of damage. Nice. You see that the, the Hydra does not like this fire damage. It is rearing back in the same way that, like, wild animals, when they see fire, will, like, not react well to it. It is, uh, but it is also seemed to, like, burn a lot more than you would expect. Nice. And how much damage did you, which were opposed, or did I you did hit? 20 points of damage. So the first one comes in, misses, I duck under it, neck it with the sword, and then as I'm doing that, the other two crash into my back. So you've managed on a single turn, even though it's its turn, to do more than 25 points of damage. So on your repost, you cut off another head. Yes. And as you do that, like the fire from Fink, like kind of like coats your blade as you do it. And you like cauterize the wound. Hey, so they can't grow. So it's not going to grow back. Absolutely sick. 
And then it's your turn. Fink didn't burst out fire where he was hit. As he got hit, Is he it made him fire? vomit. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> he hit him in the stomach. And he went, <laughs> yes. I'm going to draw artwork of Fink just vomiting up fire. Yes. <laughs> Mixed with donkey parts. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, like a little, little bit of a collar. <laughs> so it's back down to five heads. You are like underneath it, rolling around, cutting off heads as they grow back. What do you do now? Yeah, absolutely. Thinking of what um, Sid said at the start of the round is to keep distracting it. So it's probably looking at Fink, who just belts fire at it. Mm -hmm. I'm going to try and drive my sword up into the kind of the, you know, the space between two necks for the most uncomfortable damage I can give it. Like like your fingers? Yeah, like the space between your fingers. Imagine that. That's awful. Listener, hold up your hand and look at the space between your index and your middle finger. And imagine Con cutting that in half. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to drive the sword into it like a stab and then pull down. Okay, we can for, try. Roll your attack. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's a hit. 22. And that is... Sorry, I'm not going to say... Sorry, we're... yeah. This is also a distracting strike. Uh, oh, I'm blowing okay, another nice. one. Uh, sorry, I, I implied that to myself with distracting it. But yes, this is a distra- This is a distracting strike. It does 18 points of damage. Nice. And then um, the next ally to attack it is going to have advantage. Nice. That is very good. Melody, don't do your vicious mocker. That's on an attack roll, so... Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> they will continue, because actually the, the first attack that missed Khan was because of the disadvantage. So they will try that again. Two bowing way, making a big old noise. That's another fail. Honk, honk, honk. And again, like, max damage on the vicious, vicious mockery. As it gets cut, it, it is goes, just wah, 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 It is just such an obnoxious noise that they're making on their wrist. Like, not even playing notes, just like... Wah, wah. Every time it tries to do something... <laughs> That's right, Melody. More duck noises. It's weak. Every time you play a duck noise, I cauterize the like, wound. Hunting like things here, like <laughs> like little kazoo things. A duck call, like, yeah. yeah, for sure. It's its turn. So uh, yeah, with all this going on, and Sid kind of clears his mind and realizes, you know, it may look crazy, but in the end of the day, like it is a beast. Mm-hmm. And uh, so he's gonna crouch down, you know, like get down on one knee. Pull out his bow, do a sharpshooter with this, um, and he's going to um, cast in Hunter's Mark. Nice. Great. Right. Yep. Um, which is my last spell slot. Okay. But uh, use, boat, use boat your spell, spell slots. Yeah, wouldn't you have a giant five-headed I mean, yeah, lion? Pretty, pretty nasty. <laughs> yeah, unfortunately, I wasted one of mine on the uh, Brainos. Oh, yeah. But that's okay. Mm, I used my good kick ability for that, too. <laughs> um, no, I've rolled a 17. That's a hit. Oh, okay. AC 15. Oh, yeah. okay. It's, I, I had the same because he said, oh, you rolled an 18. It's above it as long as you... So in my head, I had it that 18 was the AC yeah, for exactly. a while Yeah, exactly. I've yeah. been thinking 18. And I was like, man, I just wasted this. Oh, that's real good. Like, it is a big thing. It is. And because it's not particularly scaly or anything, it's, it's height is tough, but it's still easy to hit, yeah. you know? It's yeah. height is tough, but steel wing is sharp. Yes. It's like a game of rock, paper, scissors, but it's like steel wing, hide... I don't know, rock or something. <laughs> so that is 23 points of damage. 23 points of damage. Nice. You pierce like right into it. It like rears out. Uh, it is looking very, very hurt. I'm going to use up. my movement to get a bit closer to Fink as well. Just like probably move only like five feet forward or something. Just a okay. little bit closer because I just want to keep within one movement of Fink. Um, yeah, perfect. Yeah, yeah, you're you're within one movement of Fink for sure. Cool. Um, and it is his turn. Cool. Um, yeah, he's going to keep his fire, you know, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, he's going to attack again. 
Yeah, so that is a 22 to hit. Mm-hmm. And that's eight points of damage. Uh, yes, nice. And that's fire damage because of his flamey boy ability. It is, and I need him to make another strength save. Oh, yeah, nice. I know he's not really moving, but... He again somehow pins this hydra. I don't know how, but he does it. <laughs> well, it's not really pinning, really. It's, he so he's holds just pulling its legs focus. out. Yeah, he kind of just like, yeah, like, yeah, he's like running, like he's like quick attacking in between his legs and it's just like, it's put the uh, the hydra at a disadvantage. But it is a hydra's turn. Because it has taken fire damage, it does not grow another head from the, like the cauterized wound, but it still has five attacks and will try to lash out, I will say, to a con, to a fink, and then we'll randomly determine the last one. So to a con is a 21 to hit the first one that hits and an 18 to hit the second one that also hits that's 20 points of damage to con okay and then two on to fink that is a two to hit Uh, no that doesn't hit fink and then i will basically flip a coin to see who he attacks and that's gonna be con again that's another hit to con Hmm. and another 10 points of damage it's okay that's okay (laughs) But it is seeing, like, it has become, like, increasingly feral. And, like, Sid, particularly, you could tell it taught it had to drop on you. It has not expected any sort of resistance, you know? Yeah. It has probably picked off maybe one of the inexperienced hunters from Nadini or something who tried to come up. It is not used to any sort of fighting. Mm. It is looking incredibly injured and hurt. And Khan, you are up. Sid um, is going to look at you, Khan, and he's going to take his bag that has all these leaves in it and try and ruffle it about, man, like... We got all these leaves, don't forget. <laughs> they heal you when you eat them. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no, I'm okay. Khan's not got his head in the healing game just yet. The panic hasn't set in. Um, Khan also has abilities that he can heal himself. Yeah, I, yeah. Can, I can heal most of my he health. He tends to not use them, though. No, so. it <laughs> I haven't dropped below five points look over, yet. Why would I need to? You look over at Sid and he's got all these leaves in his mouth. He's just like, oh. <laughs> He's a, like a like a mother trying to ex, like show with the kid like like mmm yummy look I, you like you want to eat leaf airplane <laughs> yeah stick it on top of an arrow be like ooh here comes the arrow leaf despite being surrounded by heads trying to kill it Khan takes a second to be like what the fuck are you doing <laughs> he's go, he's gonna attack again um, oh god seven plus eight yeah yeah that hits yep. fifteen right mm-hmm. yeah um. Okay, cool. Uh, do you know what? I am going to do another distracting strike and we'll try and oh, finish nice. it this turn. Um, so that is 18 points of damage this time around. And again, next to attack gets advantage. It is looking incredibly hurt. <laughs> Melody will try to mock it to death. So it has three HP left. Oh, Rolled in that one on the wisdom check again. So it fails. So I get a three f- above a two will do it. The right? three or four. So there's a 50 50 chance that somehow this Hydra will just. If this is being sent by Bellacor, if, if this is being controlled in some way by Bellacor and we are like mocking it to death, it would be perfect. I have I will, to perfect. I will, I'm going to turn this around so you guys can. Can I say that this is happening simultaneously to Khan's last I, attack? You, got, you guys I are have on the, the same initiative level, so yeah. I have a perfect end to this if she. Aww. Aww. One. <laughs> Sid, you're up. <laughs> the lion doesn't look like it wants to fight anymore. <laughs> it doesn't want to fight anymore. No, it's... That's a joke. <laughs> oh. <laughs> just killed him. Just you're killed saying that, You're saying that to a ranger. You, <laughs> you know? know, just killed a monstrosity. <laughs> okay, It is fine. bloodthirsty and is ever more increasingly hungerful to for your blood. Is that better? No. You just kill or be killed. 
No. You're the ultimate prey. Man. Um, it started looking like it wants the blood of the defenseless. Yeah. So Sid sees how Khan and Melody try to do this awesome, you know, fantastic thing. And, you know, Fink is trying to, like, set it on fire and all this stuff. And he's like, ooh, I got to outdo this. And he pulls out an arrow and shoots it at it. Yeah. <laughs> you have an advantage as well from the distracting strike. Yeah. That's a dirty 20. <laughs> yeah. You and then there's a 24. <laughs> you physically can't not kill it. Describe, <laughs> describe to me how you take down this Hydra. 24 is a crit as well. Isn't no. It? No. 25 would be. All right. I'll describe how I took down this Hydra. I shoot it with an arrow. And heroically and so dramatically and cinema- cinematically, Sid calmly knocks an arrow, shoots the Hydra in the heart. <laughs> it dies. And we're at the end of the episode. <laughs> and Khan turns and is like, really good? <laughs> I had such a good one-liner. It's fine. It's fine. Hunting <laughs> a serious business, Khan. Damn such it. serious business. Hey guys thanks for listening hope you enjoyed that episode we had a lot of fun i cut off a lot of heads i think i enjoyed that more than anything else just a couple of post episode notes one if you're enjoying it please tell a friend it really really helps us and we've gotten so much support already we are now addicted we want more give us give us give us the engagement secondly if you do want to give us any engagement we would love a review that really really helps us out and it's just a super sound thing to do so if you want to go through your day thinking that you're a better person you were when you began leave us a review we'll appreciate it Thirdly, just some some dates for your notebook. First off, we are going to be at AdventureCon very, very soon. There's still time for you to get out and get organised to get to that. That's on the 25th of February. It's in Athenry. It's one of Ireland's now biggest TTRPG. It's probably the biggest TTRPG. I, I don't know, but it's there. Like anyone and everyone who's in the TTRPG scene in Ireland is going to be there. And I do think that... As of recording this, tickets are selling out. Well, I don't, but like they're going fast. Yeah. Um, so get run, in there. Run, don't walk. Yeah. Um, get in there. Secondly, Dublin Comic Con again. We're back this year. We're looking forward to it. We've got more planned than ever. Uh, we think our booth is looking like it's going to be really, really fun. We can't wait to see you guys there. It's always such a great experience for us. Hopefully for you, if we do well. Uh, but again, we'll be doing a live show. We'll be running some games there. Uh, we've got some more friends maybe to help us out with that. So really, just do show up, uh, throw your head over the stall, say hi to us, and we might say hi back if we're not distracted. And then finally, our live show is Woo! happening. Woohoo! That's going to be in Smock Alley Theatre in Dublin. And that is pure heart fire, 100% heart fire all the time. Just hook it into your veins that's and what then we're up another to. 50% tails yes there's no there will no be to- no tails sorry no <laughs> that's misadvertising from Dylan there won't be tails just hearth fire but um tickets are 16 euro 16 euro and so, you can if you're a student, student or, or an OAP or OAP uh, 14 euro yeah it's gonna be super fun yeah so we can't wait to see you all there and um, we're mega excited about it but that's all for us today until next time stay dangerous <laughs> <laughs>